Hi, welcome back. Thanks. Welcome. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I'm just trying to, your mom challenged us, and I'm just trying to not to call each other mean names. <laughs> that was not the challenge. <laughs> okay. Okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. So the challenge today is to say fuck as many times as we can, which I can do. I mean, yeah. I mean, define as much as you can. Like, she literally said. But, like, I know I'm saying, but, like, what's our, what, what is our limit? Where is the line? I Will like- I fall? <laughs> do I say it until I fall over and, <laughs> and die? <laughs> can you please say fuck as many times as possible? You and M. Just the letter M. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> you and mmm. I can do that. Ode. What's up? What up? How's it going? You know. I do. F- fuck. <laughs> is, that, is that appropriate? Is that how we're doing that? Fuck yeah, it is. No, um, I'm, I'm okay today, actually. I'm in a good place. Good. That makes me happy. Yes. What have been up to? Um, nothing. I gave my dog a haircut today. And then a little biz-ass. <laughs> you are not Snoop Dizzle. That is not how that rolls. She had a bath and a little haircut. I had to cut all the poop off her butt because no one gave her a bath after giving her explosive diarrhea. Sorry. <laughs> you didn't say to give her a bath. You also didn't tell me. You know, if a dog shits all over themselves, I wiped her with a warm cloth. Okay. You're fucking welcome. I was just going to let her run her butt across the grass, but she wouldn't do it. So. So Chelsea dog sat for me. It went really well, apparently. <laughs> she seemed happy when we came back. It's because she loves me. We I think she likes Avery. No, it was me. Just let me have this. <laughs> okay. You it can. was Avery. <laughs> you can have. So what did you do for the new year since you were at my house? I got pizza. Uh-huh. And I, I ate your leftovers today. Good. I left them there for you. Thank you. Uh huh. The kids and I just kind of hung out. We watched Soul. Mm. I still haven't watched it. What? There were some other things happening in my world. Oh, yeah. <laughs> kind of took over. So I put the kids down in front of the TV so that I could have well, an emotional they, breakdown. Did they like it? Yeah, they came home and they watched it again the next day. They loved it. I love that movie. Loved it. Aiden fell asleep in the floor at like 10. Fucking Avery just powerhouse all the way till midnight. And you saw her like face plant video that was the funniest thing ever we'll put can can i put it on the instagram yeah okay yeah nope she just was she was standing there and she looked at me and she's like i have to tell you something and i was like oh my god (laughs) she's like happy new year and i was like oh and then she just looked at me and went (laughs) boom face down in the bed that was so funny yeah what about you guys what'd you guys do um we went to rapid safely of course um masks were on the whole time we just wanted to like get away uh-huh um and so we're like let's just we never do anything so like let's find a nice hotel spend a lot of money on it and so we did we found like the most expensive one that rapid had and we got like their biggest suite turns out they have fucking new year's parties like every Ooh, year bougie i didn't know that so we got there and they're like so here's your wristbands for the party tonight blah, blah. and i was like wait what the fuck like i just wanted to come here and chill and you have a fucking party and they have like this fancy bar so we went up to our room and then we went to the party, drank, and then watched some people dance. And then we said, Happy New Year. And then we went back into our room. 
Yeah, bye. The party went on to like 1.30, but no, we were thanks. like, bye. I don't like We people. were here until midnight. That's all that matters. I don't like people. No, thanks. Yeah. But it was fun. We ate a lot of food. Good. And spent a lot of money at Target. Where Which, else would you spend money? Petco. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Avery calls it Petco. Oh. Yep. Whenever we go, can we go to Petco? <laughs> I'm like, sure can. So we go to Petco first. We got new fish after um, Morty passed away. We got two new betas. I'm sorry. But <laughs> <laughs> Rip Morty. <laughs> you guys got home the other day and Aiden, or like when we went to pick up the keys or what, whatever we do, and Aiden's like, where's the fish? Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, Aiden looks at me. He's like, where's the fish at? And I was like, uh. dead. He's in the sewers. Yeah, poor guy. Anyways, but we replaced him with Buddha and Post Malone. So, two are the weirdest people in the world. They're doing good. Good. I planted some bonsai trees today. (gasps) Bonsai? Yeah. Cute. I've been playing in dirt the last couple days, and it has been very therapeutic for Uh, me. I love. Repotted all my babies that were outgrowing their pots, which you're not supposed to do in the winter, but... These bitches are, like, taking over their pots. They needed some room. <laughs> like, I pulled one plant out, and the roots had to, like, pull off of the side of the pot. That's how, oh like, God. overgrown it was. Um, and it was beautiful today. So I just sat out there, and I repotted some stuff. Um, took the kids to the dollar store. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, irrelevant. So let like a good day to me. We have some questions. I'm ready. Do you, I want to save mine for last. Do you um, have all of them down? Well, some of them were texted to me. Um, and I took a picture of the one Lindsay sent. Mm-hmm. Do you gals know what Enneagram number you are? Mm-hmm. This has been an interest of mine for the past year and didn't know if you had any interest or looked into it. So do you know what this is? Zero idea. Really? So it's kind of like a personality test thing. What? Yeah. Um, I haven't done it. Well, I've done it, but like I didn't know if it was like I didn't know if it was, I don't know. There's like a lot of books on it. You can take a test online and then you have you get a number. I think it's like one through twelve, maybe one through nine. I don't know. Um how long is that? Oh. It's not very long. Um, but I know the the people that I've seen do it, they take the test to find out what their number is, and then you go to there's like a, a playlist on Spotify. And uh-huh. you go to your number on that playlist and yeah. it's like some techno white noise type of thing. It's supposed to like speak to your soul, hmm. basically. I don't know. And I know that Lindsay's been into it lately because she got a book for Christmas about, I believe, I'm sorry for outing you, Lindsay, but I'm, I'm, <laughs> I think looking at the picture that she sent me, I think that she was number four, but I don't know what that means. Um... Trying to find the picture. Oh, she's- shit. I was going to try to take it right now, but it's six pages. I'll do it later. Oh, okay. Um, I was going to see if I could just, like, fucking roll through it, but I really can't listen to you and read at the same time. I'm actually <laughs> really struggling with that right, right now, so I think I'll stop. Sorry, sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> okay, so, yes. Um, so, this is the book she sent me. It says, 60-Day Enneagram, Enneagram Devotional, The Individualist. Ooh. So, yeah, she's a type four. Okay. Um, And you just, like, learn more about your personality. It's, like, a really Ooh. deep, like, dive into your personality. We should do it for an episode one day or something. That would be fun. No, I don't know what my number is, but now I really want to. 
Yeah. Like I said, I sat here and tried to do it, but then I was like, I'm not listening to you at all. <laughs> <laughs> and we can, we can always see if she's down to chat about it too. Maybe we can have her like on FaceTime or something during an episode and she can tell us more about it. But okay. Yeah. Interesting. What was your other, what was um, Chris's question? Um, I believe Chris's question was what advice would you give to someone who is wanting to um, come into the mental <gasps> health field? Ooh. Oh my dog. <laughs> Oh my god! Help! <laughs> this thing just popped up on my computer to tell us we're being tracked. It was your antivirus that says you're being tracked. Well, I haven't renewed that subscription in a long ass fucking time. So. Maybe they're tracking you. <laughs> yeah, probably. Anyway, what advice would we do? What? That was booty. Yeah, sorry. Um, what advice would you give someone who is wanting to enter the mental health field? Don't. <laughs> just Jesus. <laughs> I told him, I was like, you always ask the most vague questions. So that's a good question, though. But I was just like, I mean, do it. <laughs> Be the advice that I would give anyone who wants to get into the mental health field is to make sure you have your own shit resolved first. Self-awareness. Not even just self-awareness, but like if you're struggling <laughs> with stuff, you need to get that stuff taken care of. Because if you get into the mental health field and you end up getting triggered you're going to end up doing damage to not only yourself, but to whoever you're trying to help. Yeah. So you got to have your shit on lock. You have to make sure that any issues you're struggling with are managed prior to getting into the mental health field. Mm -hmm. I think that's a good one. Self-awareness too, but yeah, that's like self my... self-awareness is a really big one. Yeah. That would be my biggest thing is like, you can't help people if you haven't helped yourself first. I love that. Okay. Also, you can't help everybody. You can't save everyone. So if that's what your goal is, coming into mental health field, turn your ass around. Oh, or just tone it down. Like tone it the fuck down. Tone it the fuck down. I'm going to call that superhero syndrome because that's kind of what I have. Is that the right word? I don't know. I like it though. I have made not. it up. If it's not, it's copywritten it's, and it it's now mine. It's a thing. Superhero syndrome. Anyway. Um, <laughs> okay. Next. So... I have a couple different questions and they're very geared towards what we're going to talk about today. <clears throat> um, so the first question is, how do you get a proper diagnosis of bipolar disorder on an adolescent around the age of 12? Because they're often misdiagnosed at this age. I talk about this later on. I also kind of talk about how it's easy to misdiagnose by not even just in kids, but in general, in general. it's very easy to just call it depression. It gets misdiagnosed yeah. as depression. Heavy. I want my coat now because it's chilly. Oh, no. Well, jeez. It's not that big of a deal. It's <laughs> right here. <sighs> oh, my God. You triggered. My anxiety went right through the roof. I was like, what am I going to do? You're going to just fucking sit still and calm down. Jesus. Oh, my fuck. <laughs> um, here is what I would say without giving away too much of what I'm going to talk about later. Um, it is very difficult to diagnose that young, anything, anything, but especially something like bipolar disorder, because it's hard to know if it's the typical developmental and hormonal changes of an adolescent, or if it's actually mental health symptoms that are happening. So it's very difficult to get an accurate diagnosis at the age of 12. Yeah. Most clinicians are super hard pressed to give a big diagnosis, especially if there's psych psychosis happening. Mm hmm you're going to be hard pressed to find a clinician that wants to give out that diagnosis when somebody's that young, because there's so much going on developmentally that still has to occur. Mm -hmm. Cause the second you assign that diagnosis that follows them. Yeah. And you can really fuck up somebody's future. If you're like, you have bipolar disorder, 
there's a lot of stuff that they can't do in the future, say go to the military or yeah, et cetera, et cetera. Um, That's a good one. Yeah. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to eat this popcorn. It's falling um, out of my mouth. What is the difference between bipolar disorder and disassoci- disassociative personality disorder? Mm. So it's actually disassociative identity disorder. Mm-hmm. Did. Uh, did. Did. And if you don't know, it used to be called multiple personalities. Yep. Um. Oh, there's a huge difference between them. Yep. The biggest difference is, I well. Think, I think that a lot of people have the idea that they're similar because bipolar people have the idea of you're angry and then you're mad and you're angry and you're mad and you have all these different emotions and um, sides of your identity, which is not really it. So I think the biggest difference here is disassociative identity disorder. You develop multiple personalities, multiple pers- personas as a way to guard or safeguard or protect yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's more of a trauma diagnosis and it's not necessarily psychosis. It's a protective mechanism. Yep. Bipolar disorder, you can have psychosis but those hallucinations are not other identities to protect you from dangerous situations. Did you ever watch off topic? I'm very sorry. Did you ever watch that movie with that guy? Glass. No slice. No, no. I don't know what it's called, but it's definitely not that. Okay. Where he was like, that was Patricia. You know? Yeah. No. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck is it? It's split. Uh, Slice. Splice. Slice. Glass. Well, Glass is the one that follows it because it's all based on, like, the superhero world. Oh. Yeah, so Glass has Samuel L. Jackson in it, and it's the one, it's, like, the one that comes after Um, Split. But, yes. Yeah. Fucking fantastic. That was a spooty one. I loved it. I am. I love it. Um, That wasn't me. That was Patricia. (laughs) I like how I knew. Exactly. I was like, Patricia. (laughs) Okay, my God. Okay. Why is schizophrenia... And manic behavior often associated with people who have bipolar disorder. Because manic behavior is one of the biggest parts of bipolar. Bipolar. Disorder. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I, I think, too, it's one of those things where you have to rule out diagnoses. Schizophrenia is a very intensive psychotic disorder. Um, bipolar 1 disorder, you can have psychotic features. So you can have hallucinations and delusions. Mm-hmm. But you have to make sure that you're ruling it out. So it's going to be based on criteria, which gets really technical in the DSM. Um, and so you, you have to just know, like, do you show more signifiers that fit schizophrenia or are you showing a manic episode with a depressive episode Mm -hmm. in a constant roller coaster that fits the the criteria to be diagnosed as bipolar? So that's the biggest difference and why they're confused. Mental health issues are so hard to diagnose because a lot of them share similar symptomology. Well, they, they share symptom. They share similar symptomology, but a lot of them coexist. True. Within you, which makes it even more hard. That's right. Okay. So, so is that it? Yes. Aside from say fuck as many times as possible. I don't think I have said it very, now I feel like it's like subconsciously, I'm not going to say it at all. I know. I never thought I was going to think like I wasn't ever cussing enough. Well, here it is. Oh God. Okay. Okay. So in case you missed it, we're talking about fucking bipolar disorder today. <laughs> yeah. So um, do you want me to go first since I have bipolar one? Yeah, you're one. So I'll, I'll wait. Okay. I'll just eat my popcorn and listen to you. Okay. So you're such a douche. <laughs> <laughs> Little ASMR for 
Ew, it like squeaked. Yeah. Did you say ASMR? Yeah. I don't know what it, it's an acronym. Do you I, know what it means? Yeah. Oh, that's why I'm looking at you funny because I'm like, what do you? ASMR is like you are calmed or pleasured by like very specific noises. That is not calming. Some people find it calming. You can literally go onto YouTube and type in like ASMR and you'll find people like fucking slurping up pickles and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking of her sucking up the juice. <laughs> but, oh my God. I don't know what you're saying. Or like, I follow this guy on TikTok and he gets like blocks of foam and he'll drive his truck over him. And it's like, I might like that. Or like noodles, like hard noodles, like all the crunchies. It's a thing. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what to say. Oh, did you see the, the text I sent you that Samuel Little died? I did. <laughs> that was a very evil laugh, but okay. Oh, before we start, also speaking of serial killers, um, Lindsay texted me this morning, like just out of the out of the blue. <laughs> speaking of serial killers, Lindsay, <laughs> she texted me this morning and she was like, "You need to watch The Ripper on Netflix." I was like, "I started it." I was like, "What's it about?" I can guess. The fuck do you think it's about? Exactly. I was like, I'm pretty sure I can guess what it is, but just tell me what it's about. She's like, Jack the Ripper. And I was like, idiot. That's exactly what I was guessing. Yes, I fucking started it and I haven't finished it because I got really out in it. I'm like partially through the first episode. Oh, what the fuck? Well, no, I started it and I was like, oh my God, I'm so excited about this. And then I started watching Manhunt on Netflix. Have you seen that? No. It's, um, I'm pretty sure it's all fictional, but it's about this, um, security guard and he's like a bigger dude a little bit lazy um but he he finds a bomb in the middle of like the 1996 olympic games in atlanta oh yeah and then like all of a sudden they're he's like accused of bombing the olympics but then they find out they're on the hunt for a serial bomber who's bombing all the yeah. other places it's really fucking cool chris watched that but i'm i can only watch when i'm running and only when i'm running on my treadmill and i like to run my dogs more often than not so because otherwise my little children are home for Christmas break and I can't really watch things so about what you have, bombers. What you have seen um, from The Ripper. I, it's it? good. It's good. It's good. Yeah. I'm so excited. There's another one on Netflix about um, Jack the Ripper. But I can't remember what it's called right now. I think it's more fictional than it is documentary style. I'm still going to say that my favorite serial killer show on Netflix has to be Zac Efron is Ted Bundy. That's a good one. I like The Staircase. <clears throat> that one I liked. Yeah. Anyways. Anywho, bipolar one disorder. <laughs> Got a little off topic there. Jesus. <laughs> okay. I'm ready. Okay. Um, so bipolar one is a lifelong condition. And the way the DSM has it placed is it's placed in between depressive disorders and schizophrenia spectrum and other psychotic disorders, essentially to represent that bridge between the two diagnostic classes um, because there, there are so many commonalities in terms of the symptoms, family history, genetics. So they've placed it very strategically in the DSM between depressive disorders and psychotic disorders, mm -hmm. which I found very interesting. Um, and so when you think of bipolar disorder, bipolar one is the very stereotypical media representation that you see of bipolar disorder with the high highs and the low lows, um, extreme behaviors, extreme depression. Mm -hmm. So it's what you're going to see. Like if, have you seen, um, the silver lining playbook? Mm -hmm. That's yes. That's how they're representing bipolar one disorder. Um, to be diagnosed, 
with bipolar one disorder, you have to have had a manic episode and a major depressive episode. They both have to have happened. Um, and I'm not going to read all the diagnostic criteria because there's a fucking lot and it goes through like what all that stuff is. Um, but in order to be diagnosed, you have to have a manic episode and it's a distinct period of abnormally and persistently elevated, expansive or irritable mood. And it lasts like a week, but it could last several months. Um, and it just kind of depends on the person. And you will also have to have a major depressive disorder or I'm sorry, a major depressive episode. episode. Yeah. Um, so all those, both of those things have to happen in order for you to meet the criteria to be diagnosed. And it can't be hypomanic. It has to be a full-blown manic episode. Mm -hmm. Hypomanic is like less severe. Yep. Um, so I have, sorry, I lost my place. I took some screenshots cause I got fucking lazy and I wasn't gonna write all this shit down. Um, <clears throat> so manic episodes can look very different for a lot of people. They may include symptoms like high energy, reduced need for sleep, losing touch with reality. So kind of disassociating a little bit. Yeah. Um, so people may experience mood swings, elevated mood, anger, anxiety, apathy, euphoria, general discontent, um, irritability, risk taking behaviors. That's the big one. They're more likely to engage in impulsive, risky behavior, drug use, substance use. Um, why are you laughing? <laughs> what? When you said that, the first thing that popped in my head was Stevo. <laughs> what? <I'm jackass. laughs> I don't even like. I'm not on the same wavelength. What? Because he's risky. Sure. I said the word drug, and you started laughing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Stevo from Jackass, <laughs> you are risky. Risque. <laughs> Risque. <That> too. <laughs> well, I mean, he's always in his little Speedo, so. I... That's the one who always wears a banana hammock, right? Um, all four of the men in Jackass. Yeah. Okay. Um... <laughs> Don't tell my husband, but I would definitely leave him for Stevo. I'm pretty sure your husband listens <laughs> to the podcast. No. Probably not Stevo. Um... Johnny Knoxville. Johnny Knoxville. Mm -hmm. Definitely more Johnny Knoxville than Steve-O. I'd be really concerned if you fucking left Chris, Chris for Johnny Knoxville. No, for Steve-O. Oh, what about Johnny Knoxville? Have Fine. You... you can. Yeah. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> She's Bye. like, I, I will support. <laughs> I support that decision. Johnny Unless he's Knoxville. like an actual jackass and then we're going to have issues. He might throw a snake at me every like Ugh, once in a while. No, run away. Back to risky what behavior. What the fuck just happened? <laughs> my jesus oh man yes so more likely to engage in risky behavior um aggression so you're more likely to engage in fights um crying an excessive desire for sex and promiscuity so um a lot of times people with bipolar one disorder have a higher correlation of contracting sexually transmitted diseases because of that risk taking impulsive behavior sometimes because of the substance use but also just because of that promiscuity mm -hmm. and they're in their manic state, they're less likely to use protection. So there's a higher correlation with sexually transmitted diseases. Interesting. Uh -huh. So 
you say that in their manic state, they're more likely to be like risky and stuff. But what about in their depressive state? I'm getting there. Would okay. you just? Sorry, I just had a question. Keep your fucking pants on. I'll raise my fucking hand next time. <laughs> Jesus. Um, also, in increased self-harm. Um, they may have delusion, lack of concentration, racing thoughts, trouble slowing down, a false belief of superiority. Um, kind of like they, so a lot of people who are in a manic state may like randomly sell everything and just start a new business. No thought to it. Just like I'm starting this business. And then they spend all their money. Um, and that, that is something that happens very, very often with someone who's in a manic state is spending all your money, maxing out your credit cards, um, weight gain, weight loss, not sleeping, um, up for days at a time, rapid and frenzied speech. So that's kind of what it would look like in a manic state. It wouldn't be all of them all at once. Some mm -hmm. people have just a few, some people have a lot. Um, also in a manic episode, you can experience psychosis. So you can experience hallucinations and delusions, and that's where it gets confusing with the psychotic disorders. So you have to make sure that you're diagnosing appropriately. Um, so if you ever see a diagnosis and it, you're diagnosed bipolar one with psychotic features, that's the signifier that you have psychosis in, involved in your mania. Um, eh. Oh, this was interesting. So you have to rule out other causes of mania before you can assign this diagnosis. And I have a list which really tinkered with my head. The first, right? The fucking first one. Childbirth. Postpartum psychosis. Have you ever fucking heard of that? Well, yeah. I mean, I've heard of postpartum depression, but. Which it's very much closely related. Sure. I had postpartum depression. But Did I you was... have any psychosis? No. No. I just was extremely sad. Um, and I had no bond. Mm -hmm. Um, not with my first, but with my second, it was really difficult for me to establish a bond because I was so devastated that like doing anything was a task. I just was wrecked. Mm -hmm. Um, I also had a very difficult postpartum with her. I had a suture rupture and I was like bleeding internally for a week after my <laughs> C-section. So, um, so other things you need to rule out in terms of mania, brain injuries, brain tumors, dementia, encephalitis, high stress levels, lupus, a side effect from any medications, recreational drug or alcohol misuse, which this is where it gets confusing because if you're in a manic state and you're one of your, what is the word I'm looking for? One of your behaviors is using substances. Mm -hmm. It's going to be hard for someone to rule out. Are you having hallucinations because you're taking a shit ton of drugs? Mm -hmm. or are you having hallucinations because it's part of your mania? Yep. Um, sleep deprivation, which again, you're usually up for days on end, a stroke, trauma, or abuse. So those are the things you want to rule out in terms of mania. Um, and then, okay, so here we go. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. You asked about the major depressive side. Yeah. So if you're in a major depressive episode, it's going to look a lot like major depression. Mm -hmm. Um, the symptoms have to interfere with your daily life. So it has to have a huge impact on daily activity. Um, so depressed mood, feeling sad, empty, hopeless, tearful, increased self-harm, um, increased suicidal thoughts and suicidal actions, um, loss of interest, no pleasure, significant weight loss or weight gain, no appetite, um, insomnia, sleeping too much, slowed behavior, fatigue, no energy, feelings of worthlessness, excessive guilt, 
decreased ability to think or concentrate, um, or an extreme planning of your plan to attempt suicide. So it, it really does mimic a lot of symptoms of major depressive disorder mm -hmm. because it is just a depressive state. So that's what it would look like if you are in a depressive episode. Yeah. My mouth hurts right now. This is a lot of information. I know. <sighs> okay. Um, oh, so the way I see this, because remember how I told you last time that I'm very visual? Yeah. How I see bipolar one disorder is like riding a roller coaster, right? It's so like you're going up and then you're on this high, high for a while and you may sit, sit there. I don't know what happened to my voice. Just yeah, now yeah, I was yeah, yeah. <laughs> real fucking Southern for a second. <laughs> yeah, just fucking sit there. <laughs> I don't know, but what that one was. I don't think that one was Southern at all. <laughs> you were something, but it was oh, something. So anyway, you ride the roller coaster up and that's like pretty typical behavior, average, normal people. I don't know what I'm trying to say right now. Typical behavior. And then you get that high, high. And you know, on some roller coasters, how you kind of sit there for a little while. Mm -hmm. um, so you stay up on that high, high and you're impulsive and you're risk taking. And then you hit that low, low and it's like, mm -hmm. you fucking fly down as you're flying down. That's where your mania is happening. You're spending all your money. You're taking all your drugs. You're sleeping with everybody or whatever. And then you hit that low, low. And you're kind of stuck down there for a little while. And then things start to kind of even out again as you're riding that roller coaster back to the top. And then there's another manic episode. So that's how I view it. It's just that very up and down roller coaster-y type of thought. I'm almost done, I swear. That was a really good um, visual. I, it helps me. And it's usually how I explain it to clients too, is I'll draw that out mm -hmm. and it, it just helps them to kind of see the like, okay, so this makes sense. When I notice that like I'm up here, I know to prepare for that depressive state that's soon to follow. Yeah. Um, it's hard to diagnose, like we said in the beginning in children and teens, just because it's hard to know is this typical developmental behavior, hormones, hormonal and... changes. Cause there's so much that happens developmentally when you're pre-adolescent, adolescent, Jesus, even into like young adulthood. Mm -hmm. um, there's no known cause for it. And it can't ever be quote unquote cured. Um, there is some different treatment op options. Therapy is obviously a big one. CBT and DBT are the two major ones that are used. Yes. Um, and DBT is just dialectical behavioral therapy, which is a type of cognitive behavioral therapy that focuses on um, identifying and changing negative thought patterns. That helps change behavior. So mm -hmm. that's what DBT is. Um, medications, which is usually um, serotonin reuptake inhibitors, antipsychotics, and mood stabilizers. And in, in extreme cases, hospitalization. And then I have my list of celebrities. Are you ready? <laughs> yes. I think this might be a new thing that I do. I Pat didn't, I didn't make one for mine. Well, it didn't define whether they Which were. Which one they had. Yeah, it just okay. said bipolar disorder. Um, Catherine Zeta-Jones, mm -hmm. Demi Lovato, which I fucking love her. I love her too. She is fucking strong as fuck. Love her. Russell Brand, Kurt Cobain. Really? Mm, for which? Kurt Russell. Cobain Russell. or Russell Brand. Um, Mel Gibson. And then some historical figures that they speculate. Winston Churchill, Beethoven, and Isaac Newton. Hmm. Boom, bipolar one disorder. I'm out of fucking breath. Why you had so much information now I feel um not I feel below you. I feel sad and small now. Sorry. It's okay. Um so yeah. Um people with bipolar 2 will experience hypomania, which is just less than what you have with bipolar 1. Mm -hmm. So you went into great detail about 
you know, the mania that people with bipolar one experience, risk taking, all that jazz. With bipolar two, it's just a period that's much less severe than the full manic episode with mm-hmm. bipolar one. Um, I have on here a person with bipolar one may or may not experience major depressive, which mm, I don't know how true that is because like you have to have a major depressive episode at least one, yeah. Mm-hmm. But with bipolar two, they will ex- they it's like an absolute yes will experience it. Mm-hmm. So I thought that one was interesting. Well, I think what I read too is like bipolar two disorder primarily live in that depressive episode yeah while then, bipolar one is more up and down and then the mania is just like eh, kind of manic but not as much yeah okay um bipolar two disorder involves a major depressive episode lasting at least two weeks and at least one hypomanic episode so that's just going back to like what we just said it's the difference is the main difference there is that one experiences really, really high highs, really, really low lows. This one is just like really low lows and then like somewhat high highs, not as often. Um, people with bipolar two typically don't experience manic episodes as intense as bipolar one and definitely not intense enough to require any hospitalization. Um, bipolar two is sometimes misdiagnosed as depression, which is what we talked about. Um, as depressive symptoms may be the major symptom with bipolar two at the time that the person is seeking medical attention. Um, when there are no manic episodes to suggest the bipolar disorder, the depressive symptoms became, become like the main focus. Well, and fuck, I would wonder, okay, so hear me out on this. If they're mainly experiencing that low, low Mm -hmm. depressive, and that's what they're reporting. And then when they do get like into that hypomanic state. I wonder if that hypomanic state almost feels like, oh, this is like typical. This is what normal people quote unquote feel. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if they don't report those feelings because they feel like they just think that they're normal. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why that's where it gets interesting. That's where it gets dangerous there because misdiagnosing does happen very frequently just because of that. Um, People with bipolar two may be at higher risk for substance use. We kind of touched upon that and eating disorders. Yeah. Yep. I did not know that. It was actually on my list of co-occurring disorders, but I forgot to read that part. Mm-hmm. Um, they're also more likely to have a relative in their immediate family with a psychiatric illness. Interesting. Like any psychiatric illness? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Super interesting. Like, yeah, I don't know. Um, bipolar 2 affects 0.4 of all people, which is surprising to me. That's very small. That's very small. But that was that was according to a 2018 study. But I don't know. I just feel like that number is. What was your population? I don't know. Where did you get your research? (laughs) Um, It was published in Therapeutic Advancements in Psychopharmacology. Oh, it's probably valid. (laughs) Right. Probably a good study. But I wonder if because this is just bipolar too. So I wonder if that number is so small because the misdiagnose. Yeah. Like, you know, but yeah, that number is suspiciously small to me. Mm. It's weird, right? And a tiny little guy. A little tiny guy. (laughs) Bipolar two is a little baby. Ooh, I want an artist. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. If anybody, Autumn, are you listening? If anybody listening is an artist, I want somebody to draw us a little fucking bipolar two guy. 
There's a little guy. Kind of like um like um like an inside out character. Oh my god. Yeah, that's not what I was thinking, but now it is. Have you seen there's an artist out there that draws, I mean there's a lot of people that do, but they draw like their depiction of <gasps> mental illnesses and they're like oh, really fucking terrifying creatures. Scary. God, I love them. I I follow someone. I follow a few people like that on TikTok. I wish I was a better artist. I wish I could do cool shit like that. I can play music. Not hand. I'm just stupid. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I also have on here that women are more likely than men to have bipolar too, and that could also just be because men don't seek out mental help as much as women do. Um, when I think part of what what I would say too is when men present with some of these diagnoses, their depression often may come out as anger. And so it yeah. doesn't look like how people would view depression. Mm -hmm. um, agitation, anger, irritability, those are all also symptoms of depression that don't get talked about a lot. Yeah. And then they could just be like, well, I'm just mad because I'm a man and I have testosterone. Sure. <laughs> but really like you should go get a diagnosis dude um if you're overly angry that's a fucking issue I'm just, <laughs> everything fucking sets you off get some help so uh criteria for a bipolar 2 diagnosis include at least one lifetime hypomanic episode which i don't know i just feel like that's small right like just because i was hypomanic in my lifetime like when i was seven that you know what i mean well developmentally though would they have diagnosed that as hypomania well i don't know but like if i if i go sit down with someone right now i say hey when i was five this happened can this count as my uh, diagnostic criteria technically it says at least one lifetime i don't know i just feel like that's a little weird okay all my clinicians who are listening you answer this question for us answer that because like my clinician brain right now is like i wouldn't fucking no ask fucking you way. to go back to five because what was happening at five you can't even fucking remember exactly you know so in my brain i'm like lifetime since you've sought therapy <laughs> <Like> <laughs> so within a week <laughs> i don't know like right i don't know it's just weird so it says at least one lifetime hypomanic episode, at okay. least one lifetime major depressive episode. Um, and neither of these episodes were a result of medication, substance use, or other medical illnesses. So they were just very organically mental health. So like you didn't just go, you know, do a bunch of drugs or something. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So whatever you say. <laughs> yes. Um, I actually, I had a lot of fun researching this because I, I see a lot of individuals who are diagnosed with bipolar disorder, which is why that point four seems so small to me. Right? Yeah. Um, Cause since I've been, I've been in the mental health field for shit, like 12. Point four of all fucking people. Yeah. Like there's no fucking way. I want to say the majority of my fucking like, caseload in the last five years has been. Well, bigger than point four. Bigger than that. Yeah. But it's like, and I even think that's still a little outrageous, even if you do consider like misdiagnosis. Because, yeah. like, even with misdiagnosing, like, it's still that fucking small. Well, and are you misdiagnosing that many fucking people? Jesus. Maybe. Well, because a lot of a lot of the symptoms do. It can look like ADHD. It can look like depression. It can look like anxiety. It can look like an eating disorder. It can look like substance use. So, like, if you have someone who comes in and they're high on a bunch of fucking drugs and they've been systematically using drugs, 
every manic episode or every hypomanic episode, you're going to look at substance abuse and you may end up with a substance abuse diagnosis. So there's just so many things that could go into creating a misdiagnosis, which would make that number small. But are we talking about like 0.4% of the entire world? There's no fucking way. Like, I just want to know more about that research now. Yeah, I don't know. Gotta find that article. I don't want to read it. <laughs> no. Okay. I'm also- so you want to know the answer, but you don't want to do the work. That's exactly fucking right. Me. Me. <laughs> and don't fucking judge me. Um. Yeah, I liked doing this one. I liked it. But um, now I want to do an episode on misdiagnosis. Oh, shit. Yeah. Don't forget that. I'm going to write it on a cactus here in a minute. Or upside down cacti. <laughs> These are right side up. Yeah, but we oh, peel you, it. Well, you I peel it. It's upside down. <laughs> yes, misdiagnosis. Um, yeah, that's good. Um, I actually had this written in my intro, and Chelsea just kind of said, Fuck "Oh you. shit, sorry." Um, we Chelsea and I had kind of tossed around the idea of like the possibility of doing like a little tiny, like little live show. Oh fuck. I forgot about that. Yeah. I just, if, if that, if that's something that you're interested in and we'll put a poll up on the gram and Facebook too, but if it's something that like you're interested in doing, cause obviously I'm not going to do it if like no one comes <laughs> cause that would make me very sad. <laughs> but like, if that's something that's like people are interested in, like I say, let's start like looking into it, you know? Okay. <laughs> I have two quotes. Are you ready? I'm ready. Um, these quotes are from Rumi, and he is a 13th century poet. I had to write that down because I could not remember the century where he was in. Good old Rumi. 13th century is like the 1400s, right? Yeah. Okay. It's like off. It's either one ahead or one below. I can't remember. No, because 19th century is 2000s. So I'm right. It'd be the 1400s. If he's 13th century, yeah. it'd be the 1400s. 1400s. Okay. Jesus. Why can't they just say 14th century? I, I don't Why know. is it off? <laughs> is the first century like zero to a hundred? If you're a historian or a mathematician, <laughs> please let us know at mental health sucks on Instagram and on Facebook. Sucks is S U C C S. So the first quote from Rumi <laughs> says, Yesterday I was clever, so I wanted to change the world. Today I am wise, so I am changing myself. Ooh. Yes. And then the second quote from Rumi. <laughs> why? <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> um, you are not a drop in the ocean. You are the entire ocean in a drop. Oh, my fucking heart. That's cute. That was cute. <sighs> well. Well, there it fucking was. There it motherfucking was. I feel like now I need to make up for all the fucks I didn't say. No. Fuck, fuck. Hopefully nobody's taking shots right now because they're like maybe I just kind of sounded like one of your jettons. Like my fuck 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 fuck. Not what chickens sound like. <laughs> oh, I was thinking like the South Park where they're like fuck you can't say fuck in school and then Cartman's like fuck fuck you fuck fuck fuck. <laughs> like that's what I was doing. Man. <laughs> Have you seen there? Um, I haven't seen the episode, but it, there's a sound going around on TikTok and it's like you have to go to school. And he's like, why the fuck do we have to go to school in the middle of a fucking pandemic? <laughs> nope. Oh my God. It was fucking funny. I went like TikTok silent. I've had 
really fucking long last few weeks. And so I know, I've been sending you a million. Jesus, dude. Like I got on the other day, it was like fucking 17 missed TikToks. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. Did you at least watch? I did. I did. It took me a while, but did I you went giggle. Uh-huh. <laughs> I did. But I saw one. <laughs> Ooh, I sent you one today that's creepy as shit. I don't think I watched it. Oh my god. I so, stop. It's my turn. <laughs> I tell you, this is so fucking funny. Okay. This one's not funny. Let me tell you the okay, creepy okay, one first. Okay. So the one I sent you is like, did you know there's like random stair stairways to nowhere? Like yes, out all the national forests and that. shit? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Don't <sighs> walk on them. Don't walk on them because you Booty. fall off into the other world. Which I wouldn't mind doing. Unless it's fucking hell. Yeah, I wouldn't want to go to hell. <laughs> but if I mean, so how do you know what you're walking off into? You're like, bye. Because like Russian I, roulette. I honestly think that the afterlife is just like soul. I really need to watch it. Um, like he goes into like the great beyond. So if you haven't seen soul, this spoiler. <laughs> so you either go into the great beyond and there, or there's the great before. And so this guy was supposed to go to the great beyond, but ran backwards and went into the great before, which is where your souls are before you come to earth. And it's like them, like creating your personality. Cute. Yeah. But, like, I honestly think that's what it's like. So maybe. I just want to explore. What's wrong with that? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> so the TikTok I found, I laughed my ass off last night. And it's. <laughs> I just don't. So it was, like, Mary when three men showed up after she gave birth to Jesus. And then, like, the guy stood up and walked out and closed the door. And then it was, like, ding, 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 ding. Like, it was, like, the Mama Mia. <laughs> theme song it was mama mia get it like the three guys have you ever seen mama mia no oh my god why do you even think that you would care (laughs) (laughs) mama mia so she runs away from no doesn't run away from home but like wants to start her own life goes finds these three guys hooks up with all of them very close together finds out she's pregnant doesn't know which one is the dad oh three baby daddy yeah and then like in the first movie, she's like, oh, I'm getting married, but I want my dad to be here. But I read my mom's diary, and it could be these three guys. So she invited all three of them to the wedding. I can't believe you've never seen it. It's my favorite. No. Oh, my God. Well, when neither of us are on call, we'll watch both of the movies. And get and, drunk. And drink a lot of wine. A day. One time. <laughs> I've been so pissed that I've been on call right now because I'm like, I just, I need, I need a minute. You know, like those jugs of Carla Rosie. Uh-huh. Did I say it wrong? Yeah. Rossi? Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> this is when this is before Chris and I were even engaged. Um, I lived on my and off campus in my apartment. And <laughs> Chris texted me. He's like, hey, what are you doing? Want to get like McDonald's or something? And I was like, yeah, sure. Then so he comes over to get me. And I'm like almost halfway done with this giant jug of wine. And I'm watching Mama Mia. <laughs> He's like, she's the one. <laughs> That's how he knew. And he's like, are you fucking serious? He takes me to fucking, <laughs> he takes me to McDonald's and I have max sauce all over my face. <laughs> Just fucking drunk as fuck <laughs> watching Mamma Mia by myself. <laughs> oh my God. On that note, let's end this shit show, huh? Yeah. Make sure you water yourself and your friends. All right. Bye. Bye.